Did you know Stoli actually bought Kentucky out? Oh, recently? Like apparently in 2017. Don't they make vodka? Yeah. That's really crappy vodka, too. Really crappy vodka. Yeah. I kind of like it. Did you? Really? Wow. You're, you're a really crappy person. I imagine. <laughs> that's, that's a fair assessment. You're not You're not wrong. I imagine uh-huh. Stoli being like the house vodka for the Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. And I'm Roberto, PDL. And today we're drinking Kentucky Owl, the wise man bourbon. We'll see if it's wise or if it's full of stoli. <laughs> or if it's for man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about this. I've never seen it. It's new, right? Who's got the story on this? I got the story. I'll, I'll give you the details later there, Roberto. Don't, oh. don't we got a format we got to follow. I was just so excited. We're trying to be a professional podcast. Jeez. I was just so excited about Stoli. <laughs> Can we try and Stoli today? That'd be awesome. <laughs> Should this we have has... a Stoli episode? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. This has <laughs> notes of crappy vodka. <laughs> can, can we do all the flavors of Stoli in that podcast, though? Oh, my oh. God. Oh, oh my like God. Freaking passion fruit Stoli. <laughs> Ooh. I didn't know they made that. I have no idea, but that oh, sounds terrible. Probably. Sounds delicious. <laughs> they, they do sell it at and the like Waffle House. Blue raspberry or something. <laughs> blue blue Caraco. Oh. Wow. That will send you to the bathroom really quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're excited for this one. Uh, we've all had the regular Kentucky Owl bourbon and the rye, mm-hmm. which I think we're all fans of. Um, so yeah, we're we're excited to try this one out and see how it measures up. Fun fact: at Jake's wedding this summer, if you went to the bartender and said the owl flies at midnight, they actually had a bottle of confiscated behind the behind the bar just for us. So thank you for that. I Jake. remember. I remember part of that night. I remember the part when I got Kentucky out. I didn't know the password, but Dan knew it for me, so Dan just got it for me. That was a good night. Uh, I don't think I ever went to the bar. I think you got me every single <laughs> drink. I'm pretty sure I kept you well lubricated. <laughs> uh, All right, ran it back in. Yeah, we're going down a stoly <laughs> path that we don't want to go. So a couple news stories. Um, Dustin Poirier is releasing uh, bourbon, uh, competing s- supposedly with Conor McGregor's. Uh, Poirier's is called Rare Stash. Uh, it's going to retail for about a hundred dollars. Wait, what? McGregor doesn't have a bourbon, though. They said no Irish whiskey. Or? Yeah, McGregor's got an Irish whiskey called Proper Number Twelve. Oh wow! Um, I did not know that. He sold his shares of the company though for six hundred million dollars last year in twenty twenty one. So it's, I think he it does. It sounds like he doesn't have any stake in the company yeah. anymore. Interesting, um, but. His name's not on it, so wow, good for him. I uh, I think we should do a review of that, and when we do that, Jake, you need to shave off everything but the mustache, just so you have a rare stash that matches the rare, rare a rare, rare stash, stash for the rare stash. Yeah, I mean it is already Irish looking on Jake. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, a little <laughs> it's red. It's a little red. <laughs> All right, next up, this one uh, I'm not going to get into the details because it's very, 
very uh, all kinds of economic garbage. Um, but uh, I India economics, I think, at some point in high school, <laughs> India and the UK are working on a trade agreement, and currently one of the top things involved in this agreement is scotch. Uh, because currently there is a 150% tariff on scotch. In and India? Then, yeah, in Ooh. India. And then if they move it to a different province, it's an additional 300% tariff. Are you serious? Yeah. So, so India's like sitting there like, oh, you conquered me 100 <laughs> years ago, but now well, you have so, 150% tax on my whiskey. So India makes their own scotches. Okay. Um, which I think is the reason for this. Wait, we, didn't we try? We tried a, we tried a malt. Yeah, it was it, um, really good. Which I forget the brand. Was it Royal Stag? No, no. It, we'll have to ask Sam. Yeah. So the ones that are listed here are McDowell's, Royal Stag, Bagpiper, and Peter Scott. Mm. Which none of those sound no. Indian. <laughs> no, <laughs> or maybe it's the translation of it. You know, like when you call a call center, like this is Johnny, but <laughs> their name is something else. Maybe that's the same case. I don't know. I'm just really impressed that India took the exact same tax laws that Illinois has and put them into effect. Hundred fifty percent tariff. <laughs> so Scotch makes up two percent of India's market, but in 2011. It was below 60 million pounds in sales. In 2019, it was over 150 million pounds. How many tons is that? I, I don't speak metrics. What's metrics? <laughs> <laughs> so, interesting story. Very interesting. It is good. And, you know, that Indian scotch we got um, at Sam's, that was really decent. It was okay. It was very good. Yeah. I was, yeah, I, I didn't know what to expect, and I would have had another glass if you would have poured it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, next story, everybody get ready to pour one out. The future of America's bourbon barrels could be in danger. Oh, that's Food sad. and wine. Uh, so there's a potential looming shortage of Kentucky white oak. That's Apparently sad. bourbon, the bourbon industry is running through the oak faster than it can be grown. So we may be looking down the barrel of a wood shortage. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. I'm not falling for that trap. <laughs> That's a good pun. I thought you were going to Did you think about that or did you just happen? No, it's just off the cuff. I'm just wow. that good. I didn't think we were that witty. I don't know who listens to the, this podcast. but it's The probably, three of us. They're probably yeah. just sitting there like, what a bunch of idiots. <laughs> All right. Well, it would the, be right. <laughs> last story. Uh, from the New York Times, that one thousand dollar bottle of bourbon you bought may be a phony. Yeah, big so, fat phony. Oh yeah, that that'll especially online. So, seems to be a rash of counterfeit bottles of highly sought after whiskeys. Um, the story that this one follows is a Colonel E. H. Taylor four grain. Uh which is usually around $1,000, maybe a little higher on the market. Um, in MSRP, it's probably like 120 probably, mm-hmm. yeah. something yeah. like that. Um, so this, uh, this liquor store in New York was uh, offered to buy a whiskey collection. This 
Taylor Foregreen was in the collection. Somebody went to buy the Foregreen after the collection was bought by the liquor store. I think they uh, they tasted the whiskey and thought something was up. And then went and... Oh, sorry. No, Insight Edition went and uh, somehow felt like... It's not really clear how they felt that this was a counterfeit, but Insight Edition did this story. They asked the guy about the bottle. He said it was legit. They asked if they could take it to Buffalo Trace for analysis. The store agreed. They took it to them. Buffalo Trace said it was not E.H. Taylor. For $1,000. For $1,000 they were trying to sell it. Jeez. Um, So what seems to be happening is... Several years ago, people started selling empty bottles of highly prized whiskey on eBay. That the, the, the reason why is kind of vague, but it was happening. And it seems like counterfeiters have been buying them up, refilling them with the place, yeah. refilling them with garbage, yeah. and then painstakingly reapplying labels and cellophane and things like that to make it seem like a brand new bottle. Wow. It sounds like that documentary of the guy in China that was making counterfeit wine. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I would imagine it's the same, you know, the same concept, and yeah, make so, a lot of money. Um, make a barrel full of money. Uh, I see what you did there. <coughs> We're going to start counting them. <laughs> That's number two. <laughs> so the real kicker on this is the distilleries are hesitant to say anything publicly about this. Mainly because they're afraid if they say the wrong thing, it could actually aid counterfeiters in being able to better counterfeit their bottles. That's a good idea. I mean, that's a good point. So, uh, you got to be on the lookout if you're in the market for something special. Yeah. Make sure you're buying it from a trusted store that they got it direct from a distributor. You're not buying secondhand collections. Or online. That's rampant online. Yeah. I read a story kind of similar to that where there's a year or so ago a company started that they would legitimize your bottle. So if you could send it in, no kidding, they would take a very small needle, push it down through the cork, take a small sample out, and they would carbon date it for the age to see if the age matched oh, wow. up with what it was supposed to be. But that was for extremely rare bottles, so 5000 or more dollar per bottle is what they mm. were mm. recommended for you to send in. But That makes sense. If, if you're spending five to $10,000 for a bottle, are you even opening it anyways? Does it matter what's on the inside? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do. Just well, to, I would think so. Yeah. Oh, I would. I mean, I would open a five thousand dollar bottle. Well, you yeah, make the big yeah. bucks, though, Roberto. <laughs> here's a here's a fun side fact. Uh, I I saw it today when I was looking at articles that the most expensive bottle in the world sold at a duty free shop in Turkey. No kidding. <laughs> it was through a. They had there was like a few interested parties. And they submit bids, mm-hmm. um, but it was over a million dollars. Wow! Yeah, a million dollar bottle. I wonder how you know. Can you counterfeit Stoli? No, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you just take the alcohol you have in your medicine cabinet in and the pour bathtub, it right, in the, right into the bottle. <laughs> in the bathtub. It's, yeah, and it's an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is way better. <laughs> yeah, and that's. Let's send it to the distillery that genomize it. Oh, this is way better than ours. <laughs> for the for the mint flavor, you throw in a couple drops of Listerine. <laughs> yeah. and you're good to go. 
Uh, that's a good time. All right, let's break into this. Well, the bottle. So, uh, Wise Man, it's, as we talked about, it's a Kentucky Owl uh, in collaboration with the Bardstown Bourbon Company. Uh, they released it this September uh, of 2021. I guess last September. It's 2022 now. But uh, So, it's a blend of Kentucky Owl four-year-old wheat and high rye bourbon, along with a five-and-a-half-year and an eight-and-a-half-year Kentucky source bourbon. So, they don't release the mash bill on this, and there's kind of... They haven't put a lot of information out about it. Um, and the general consensus is what um, Kentucky Owl closed down in the late 19-teens, early 1920s. 1920, yeah. It started in 1879, which is which is on the bottle. But until recently, 2014, 18, someone there has been resurrected. So they believe that the four-year in here is actually one of the first new Kentucky Owl bourbons that's been out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a good bottle. It's a pretty bottle. Overall, it's just under 91 proof. Uh, MSRP on it is $60, which, Jake, I think you said you found it for that online. It's going for that as well, too. Yeah. Um, so it's not like the other Kentucky Owls where you're going to be 100 200 plus for a bottle. So it's more yeah. of a affordable yeah. Uh, yeah, Kentucky affordable. Owl for most people. So I, I, we haven't tried it yet. It looks like Roberto actually took a sip. I mean, we you were. guys were taking it forever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, can we? That story is great, but <laughs> All right, uh, I like that story better with, with some bourbon. And, you know, they say that you're supposed to drink one to so feel the burn, and the second one, you get the better taste. And Well, everyone, you need to feel the burn for everybody so they can get a true feel for the bourbon, Roberto. You're our expert on this. I tried. That's why you chew it. Hey, you guys know nothing about bourbon. <laughs> That's why you chew it. <laughs> yeah. You chew it. <laughs> numbs your mouth and you take the second sip uh, it's exactly what i did while you guys were reading the, the new york times <laughs> uh this is a really really nice bottle the bottle is really well done the labels well i mean i, I mean the label it's pretty i like the classic look of the label yeah uh the colors are really nice i, I really enjoyed the the label even after i mean even before opening the bottle uh, it's made out of glass. <laughs> <laughs> Not like the Stoli plastic? <laughs> Not like the Stoli. Exactly. So the Stoli uh, company uh, made an upgrade here with the Wiseman bottle by actually making it out of glass. Uh, but it's, it's uh, again, I really like the label. It's pretty. I like um, the smell. The smell is it's really smooth. I can taste maple. I can smell maple and caramel. It tastes a little rye-ish. Uh, you could tell maybe the mash has probably a decent amount of rye. Yeah, so they the the four year they think is about a fifteen percent rye. So it's, it's a little bit higher rye. Um, mm-hmm. It's a decent amount of rye, yeah. And you can taste it. You know, it's peppery. It's it's nice and peppery and um, super smooth. Very very smooth. For what was what's the proof? 90.8. which is my sweet spot. I think we talked about this last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, 90, 90 for me is a really nice uh, proof because you know it doesn't burn and you can really get all the tones. Uh, very light color. Yeah, that's what I thought too for a little bit older. Let's yeah, I mean it is very light color. It looks like maple syrup. It looks like honey, which it's actually a nice, it's a nice amber. It's a very nice amber. Yeah, very very nice color. Good legs. You know, I'm looking at my glass here. Yeah, thanks. It's got really nice legs and Dan too. Need to shave them at some point, mm. um, but you know it goes down smooth. The second second sip, you can really taste the caramel, the maple, mm-hmm. the rye. 
this is a great sipping bourbon. I, I would not mix this. This is really good for mixing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it's, I'm not going to put it up with confiscated or anything like, like that, but it's for the, for the price, I would say this is a better value than the $200 bottles of Kentucky Owl in yep. my opinion for $60 for this. Yeah. Agreed. For, yeah, for the value. Yeah. I'm not saying it's better than yeah confiscated or rye. I mean, or it's a, it's a really good, if you want some, some Kentucky Owl, this is the way to get it. This is the way to go. It really is. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of the, the, the regular Kentucky Owl and. Yeah, I mean it's up there, and you know I paid 150 for my bottle of Kentucky Owl. And if if this has got a good amount of the bourbon that they're actually starting to produce in it, even though it's a little bit younger, it's yeah, it's a promising start. Yeah, uh, there's definitely something to build off of. Well, for sure. I don't know if we talked about that that we or you you think or there's theories out there that Bardstown is actually distilling the. The other so Kentucky it's, it, Yeah, it's it, they, a lot of them are in collaboration with Bardstown Bourbon Company. So mm -hmm. it's that's kind of what has been out there. They not too, they don't say too much about it, but it's not. bottled in uh, Louisiana, still in Kentucky. Yeah. So this one and the the regular Kentucky Owl Bourbon have a Louisiana location on mm -hmm. the on the yeah. bottle the rye and the confiscated have uh bardstown kentucky yeah so it says they're all distilled in kentucky but they're bottled yeah. in different places very light colored i mean even just looking at the bottle on the table really light i, I like it i like the the way it looks and then i just um dropped it on the table here hopefully <laughs> and hopefully you guys didn't hear that uh you know but again the label's really pretty and it's a really nicely done label. It's got yeah. like three D, right? It's traced the design. You can you can I don't know if it's designed for Braille or what, but it's it's really <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I, I I it's up there for me. I think this is a really good part. Yeah, it's tasty. I mean, if it's right in that same in the fifty sixty dollar range, it's going to be. I mean, some of the ones that I'm putting it close to would be the same as like a Blade and Bow or the Knob Twelve that we've had. It's, it's yeah, um, definitely. It's they're on the same price range. They all have about the same, and you get a lot of good flavor out of it with very smooth finish. Very smooth finish. Um, I like the peppery finish. This would impress anybody. Oh yeah, yeah. Like in a blind taste, this would do really good. Yeah, this would do really good. You know, yeah. I'm a I don't know. It reminds me a little bit of like the special reserve because it's not smooth. Yeah, you know, very very nice. And I'm not. Well, I'm sure we'll get into this more because I think Jake's next few or some of the next bourbons we got coming up are pretty high rise, and Jake did that just because we all know that I'm not a rye guy out of the three of us. So Dan does not like rye. But with this being a supposedly a higher rye mash, it's I'm fine with this. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I love rye. I, I do. I enjoy them, and you know any bourbon that's high in rye, I like. And of course, I like the rye whiskeys. Yeah, I, I like I like rye whiskeys. So, what bottle number is this in your collection? 89? Uh, I think it's 81 or 82. Why are you counting? That just gives more information for Jenna to yell at you at. Like, Well, I had to put it on the bio for the website. <laughs> I know. I think I put mine at 180. I forget what I did on the website. You underestimated by about 40 or 50, I think. It's, it's over two. It's over two. And well, with duplicates. I, I do have duplicates, yeah. You know, like, uh, 
Like okay, I, I didn't I didn't count any of my duplicates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess if you take out the duplicates, I probably only have like 170. Because I do <laughs> have only like 170. Well, but I, you know, I duplicate the ones that it's hard to find. I have a bourbon bar. Roberto has a bourbon room. <laughs> we'll have to podcast from there at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make a difference for the audience because they can't see anything, but we'll put a picture on Instagram or something. So, overall, Roberto, what are your thoughts worth worth the 60 bucks? This is definitely worth 60. I mean, this is this is definitely worth 60. It's up there with any $60 bourbon that I would um, I would put this against. I I agree. I think it should probably stay in that category. I I don't see this one going where it's going to be hard to find and triple the price of what normal MSRP is. I I don't think it's going to be that style of of bourbon. Yeah, I mean like that a, depends on production so. too. I mean, what what's the age on it for? Uh, it's a mix of four, five and a half, and eight and a half. So it's yeah. So it's probably that's in the range of like a commercially viable. You know, yeah. thing that should be regular, but I mean, in the in the current climate, I'd get out there and buy this if you're interested because <laughs> you never know. Yeah, you really never know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so weird how the market works. And some bottles, where'd you get this one from? Not from Sam. This was Benny's, I think. Okay, local Chicago land liquor store. Yeah, chain chain Lar- very large very large chain. i mean it's like a walmart of liquor stores yeah um yeah i mean i again i would definitely pay 60 for this i'm with you i mean i don't see this going rare anytime soon i, I think it's going to be available i mean i don't think it'll follow the buffalo trace where you can't find it and if you do it's behind a, yeah. a I mean, counter you, you think about like angels envies or something you right. know, they they never really went that way mm-hmm. and it's a 60 dollar bottle so i i would definitely yeah. Although Pappy 12 is a $60 bottle. Yeah. <laughs> well, recently, a lot of the Kentucky Owl seems like it's been more findable. Yeah. So ho- hopefully this yeah. follows. That's here. a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, again, I would I would definitely drink this on a nice Friday night, sitting on the couch, sipping on this. I would, You know, again, I we've talked about this before. I don't like ice in my bourbon. Um. But it would be this one would be a really nice rocks bourbon, on the rocks. Oh, you said ice. I thought you said eyes. Ice, ice, baby. Nice. Well, so next week we have. Um, well, we're gonna go kind of on one of the harder to find ones, and uh, we'll do uh, Taylor Single Barrel. I picked that one up a couple weeks ago. I uh, did not get that one at retail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. It's hard to find. I'm excited for this one. I'm really excited. I've never, or maybe I did, but it's been a while since I tried EHT uh, single barrel. I haven't even taken out of the tube yet. It's still still pristine. So we'll. Where did you find this one? Random uh, liquor store. Random liquor store by my place. Yeah, local store. Yep. It's good so, to have relationships. He, he has guys. the stuff. He'll display it, um, but very rarely you're going to get anything for for a decent price that he's got back there. He's yeah. he's pretty proud of what he gets in. So. Does he, he probably buys them from somebody else. Like he doesn't get. No, he's he's talked about all the bu- cases of Fireball he's had to buy to get. Yeah. some of this yeah. stuff. And I, seems to, seems to me, to he's still going to sell that in our small town. People buy Fireball left and right because that's well, yeah, high class liquor where I'm from. Um, <laughs> With Stoli, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Fireballs buy Stoli. Move that Stoli. <laughs> get seventeen bottles of passion fruit Stoli sold. 
for anyone E.H. Taylor. Seems to be a common theme that you Is have that to sell it? a crap little fireball. Maybe that's what we should do. We should start a GoFundMe to buy out all of Sam's. Shitty liquor, so he gets good pappy <laughs> So he can get the make pappies. Make that one of the do- donation levels on the website. Get rid of the pappy <laughs> donation level and just uh, buy the shitty Sam liquor so he can... 50k sit. to buy out Sam's shitty liquor <laughs> inventory. <laughs> nice. So that we Fireball. get a bottle of pappy in December. <laughs> oh, man. Almost <laughs> choked to death on Fireball one time. That was the oh, worst God. memory I have of Fireball. I, 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 I think everyone that. has a worse memory of Fireball. Yeah. If, yeah. if you don't, it's pretty rare. I think you can only live. drink it once. I, I like had that, it a couple I'm times, good. but that second time I almost died. I choked to death. I have a fireball t-shirt, though, because it looks awesome. <laughs> One of the guys on my volleyball team has fireball Crocs. So Crocs? Yeah. God. Jeez. That's not right. That is not right. He should get a bottle of Pappy just for that. That's two strikes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand that thing. Oh, oh my God. I, I, even in college, I don't think I did. Ooh. Yeah. Then everybody came out and released a cinnamon whiskey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, even God. Jack had a cinnamon whiskey. Yeah, Jack. Well, Who owns Fireball? Is it Jim? I don't even know. I, I think it's Jim Beam. Is it Jim Beam? I think so. Maybe I, Evan I Williams. Wrong, but... or, I think it's a, a, you're right. I think it's a whiskey company. It's a bourbon company, too. Because Jack came out with the Jack Fire. Yep. Yeah. And it's owned then, by the Sazerac Company. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, well, that makes sense. That's why Buffalo. That's why they have to sell the things to get the allocation of Buffalo yep. trains. So we do need to buy the Fireball to get yeah. the happy. All right, Sam. Oh, how much for man. a Fireball? Jeez, God, that's heartbreaking. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather drink Stoli. <laughs> oh, uh, good googling there. That was quick. It's by the laptops. That's right here. Yeah, so. it's pretty legit. Well, Jake, the uh, the socials. Where are we at on social again? You can find us on all social platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, at Bourbon Matters. You can visit our website at www.bourbonmatterspodcast.com. We should be releasing more social media in the the future. Um, Now we have a social media manager who is my wife. (laughs) <laughs> the wives are a common theme here we should have an episode with them <laughs> you didn't tell her we're paying her did you no okay thank god <laughs> uh, I like free social media management <laughs> <laughs> we do want to we want to uh, extend a very heartfelt thank you to my sister Brianna she designed all of our logos and uh, and uh, graphic art and, and everything for the website all the social media. Um, so we just want to thank her. Um, I got her a bottle of knob 15. Oh, that's a solid gift. So yeah, we're, um, we're very grateful. Is she going to design our merch? Maybe. That'd be solid. Now she did, she did an amazing job. And the fact that within two days, everything was, I think it was in a, in a file on Google day. drive yeah. was, was insane. I think it was 24 hours. She had the whole thing yeah. designed. Yeah. No, kudos. Kudos. I want that, uh, the, uh, Old timey, like Ben Franklin guy, and says, "Sell Stoli, get Pappy." <laughs> <laughs> fireball, <laughs> sell Fireball, get Pappy. That should be the Crocs you wear. Yes, awesome. <laughs> sell Fireball, get Pappy. No, yeah, she did a tremendous job. Follow us on social media. 
And yeah, if you see a bottle of Wise Man uh, for sixty dollars, feel free to grab it. It's definitely it. something worth to add to the collection. Absolutely. Definitely get it. Good. This is good drinking. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. We will have uh, have a nice bottle of Taylor to go through, and uh, hopefully some, some more bourbon news. I'm sure there's going to be more bourbon news. Awesome. Nice. All right. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Nice.